Welcome to Behind the Bookshelves. This is episode 15. My name is Richard Davis and this Abe Books podcast is dedicated to telling the stories behind books and the people who love them. Today I'm about a mile away from the Abe Books HQ. We're in Russell Books, a bookstore that offers used, new and rare books in Victoria, British Columbia. Our guests are Jordan and Andrea Minter, the husband and wife team who run Russell Books. Welcome. Um, this place is really a landmark for book lovers in the Pacific Northwest. You have two locations in the city and you have a huge selection of used books. Downstairs is a big vintage section offering rare books and you also sell new books. So, Andrea, welcome. Can you tell us about the origins of this bookstore? It started far, far away from here, correct? It did, yes. Actually, my grandfather was an avid collector of books back in the 60s. Well, probably starting in the 50s, maybe even the 40s. So he loved books so much, so much so that he collected them and the books just were taking over the home. And, and my grandmother at the time was saying that these books have got to be, have a home, have, you know, share them with other people. And so he was a banker in Montreal and uh, decided to one day open up a shop next door to the bank, a 300 square foot closet <laughs> space and uh, lined the, the room with, with shelves of books and opened it up to the public. Um, these were his treasures and, and things that he would find and it was all, all beautiful used books and he had to make a living so he continued working as a banker and asked his mother my great-grandmother to come and work in the store and man the shop and and uh, sell books. So how did the bookstore move from Montreal to all the way across to the west coast to Victoria? Very good question. So my mother and father uh, were living in Victoria and uh, doing professions in, in different fields and my grandfather was constantly visiting here and saying Victoria is in need of a bookstore you guys need to open up a store here there's so many great things here there's tourism there's very uh, lots of university colleges and, and academics and, and uh, a need for, for a new and used bookstore here and and so they scouted out different shops in the early 90s and uh, found a location because location, as we know, is very important. And so we uh, found this location on Fort Street in 1991, in August of 1991, and decided to open up uh, a 6,000 square foot shop, which was much larger than we had anticipated or ever had books for, but uh, it filled up in a heartbeat. <laughs> so we were able to line the shelves with um, with books that were brought over. So this is a true family book business? Oh, 100% through and through. So um, I started working here when I was a teenager, just 13 years old. And uh, so was my brothers. I have three older brothers and they worked here with my mother as well. And uh, even my grandparents uh, as well. And so we, we all worked here as a, it was a small family business, like a true mom and pa business. And, and uh, we just worked here. My dad would work seven days a week. Uh, and then it just turned into growing with adding, adding employees onto mm -hmm. the schedule and, and getting busier people getting to know where we are in Victoria and then we just just decided to one day uh, my husband and I when we were were dating um, decided to to work while we were going through university 
and uh, my, my father was getting older and, and in his 70s and looking to retire and so he uh, it just sort of he taught us what he learned and and we were able to, to take it all in and still don't know everything that they know yeah. <laughs> um, but we take it all in and now my husband and I Jordan and myself we we run uh, Russell books in downtown Victoria for the past 10 15 years and it's been the best decision we've ever made <laughs> so Jordan uh, I've been coming in for what 10 12 years 13 mm -hmm. years maybe I've seen the business grow a lot during those years alone perhaps you describe how the business has expanded just in the last decade or so well yeah it's an interesting question yeah I was even asking myself that question the other day how the business has expanded and and the way we used to do the way I like I used to be able to stand at the front desk and just take care of all the books that came in that day with like one or two other people and now it's we've got 50 50 staff it's it's unbelievable i don't i don't know how uh and it, 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 just, it just seems like uh as 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 we kind of have gotten to that point where like andrews talks about the books the shelves being lined with books yeah the floor starts to become lined with books <laughs> right and then it starts to get really uncomfortable and then it seems like something happens and we're just able to find that extra space. Because I, th I think uh, like when I first started working here, it was just two floors. Right. So if I can expand it, got... sort of describe it for the yeah. sake of a listener. You've expanded up, yeah. sideways, down and across. Yeah. If you imagine yeah. that yeah. storefront. Yeah. 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 And then even our, our store one block over on View Street, that I think we had that space when I first I don't even know if I could say started working here, but mm -hmm. sort of was hanging about here and getting paid a bit. Um, that was just sort of an empty space that we had some boxes in. And then it became, you know, let's change those boxes into shelves and then the yeah. shelves into, and then, well, maybe we'll open the doors and let people in. And, and that space is getting, well, it's getting fuller and fuller. And <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know where our next step is but we've added yes yeah, since i've been here we've added one two three four five six seven eight ten thousand square feet in the last few years right and it's full so as you know uh bookshops yeah. and use bookshops in particular have had a hard time in the last 10 15 years the the book selling world has changed immensely yeah. what's the secret of your success why are you so different that, again, like I said, I was trying to figure that out the other day because people people will come and ask me like, oh, with the ebook, I thought books were, and I mean, in the world I live in, I, I just books. Everyone, everyone that comes in loves books. Occasionally, there's someone who's trading in all their books because they got an e-reader or something like that. But invariably, I'll see them like a year later coming in to <laughs> to get more books, and and I think maybe maybe I I think probably part of the success, like Andrea said, her her dad, and and grandfather picked a, a great location in in a, a really wonderful city you know Victoria has a lot of tourists Victoria has uh, a lot of reti educated retirees Victoria has uh, universities so I, I think the, the the culture we live in really loves loves their books and and from what I've been hearing you know and and I think the the, the graphs and stuff show it the the e-reader has kind of settled down into something that people know it exists and people use it when they need to use it but it's not their one it's not their one way to mm -hmm. read and then also um i think we all know that with the, with the internet now you, any any books at your fingertips anytime you want but it doesn't quite compare to walking into a store and finding that treasure 
that like even myself I've got a a, a wonderful it's not even I, I don't think it's worth very much or anything it's not a, it's kind of an early edition of the little prince uh, that I got at a, a cute little bookstore in Bath but when I look at that edition I'm reminded of my trip to England yes that I picked up there if I just ordered it online not that there's anything wrong with ordering it online mm -hmm. it doesn't have that same experience so I think you know having someone who's got an e-reader in their hand and a, a books account that doesn't necessarily stop them from coming into Russell Books when they're on holidays and yeah. finding a treasure and then and then also I think uh, yeah I, I just think books are kind of kind of similar to like coffee shops you can have you can buy a coffee at, at one corner sh coffee shop that you really enjoy but then the next day you might like to go to a different one and you can also just get it at home yourself if you want you can nip into you know so there's nothing wrong with uh, yeah. you know I think tea, coffee, books they all go together well and you can never have too many of and beer too it, beer know? and books go well. beer yeah I shouldn't leave out beer yeah. ciders yeah. maybe a nice glass of wine or port maybe that's a secret so if I back in 1995 and 1996 when Abe Books was just starting out Russell Books was one of the first three booksellers to sell on our platform uh, we're eternally grateful for that but now more than 20 years later did you ever consider selling just online and not having a store um i i the online selling has definitely been growing and i see that trend of book selling online growing even more um I, I don't think we ever could. I don't think I'd ever want to. I get great pleasure out of selling books in front of people and selling, finding a treasure for someone and seeing their expression on their face. Same time, I getting an email from somebody when they order a book and they're ecstatic about the book they got, I get the same joy out of it. So the two for me, I think selling and having a storefront as well as selling online, it's sort of like a cake, you know, one's the cake and one's the icing and they work together well. So yeah. it's a great, yeah, a great know, combination. I, I like the... both. I like both and I would forever yeah. keep both. Yeah, yeah, I don't know which would be the cake and which would be the icing. Yeah, I don't know either. Because <laughs> the thing is, I think uh, in the store, um, yeah, it's, it's very satisfying to deal with someone face to face and find that, that treasure for them. Um, but online, it's also very neat too to find like uh, for myself. I work at the book, uh, the book intake counter, so I'll, people will bring in all sorts of weird treasures, and and weird treasures. I mean like a, a book on like a, a strange textbook or or just something really obscure that I, I just kind of know without the internet you'd have no hope in selling it yes. in your store. But to be able to, to get a book from a professor here in 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 Victoria. And, and through the, in, the magic of the internet, ship it off to someone in Italy who's been looking all over for that book. That's, that's really a satisfying thing. So you say that you're the, the book intake person, you're the, yeah. the book buyer yeah. for the used books, yeah? Yeah. yeah. So you have a, a little window where people come in and, uh, uh, and you take a look at what they have to offer. I've had a bunch of other jobs before this, as Andrea said, I, I think, uh, you know, we just kind of fell into this job, but uh, what, it's been 18 years for me now, and, and not a day goes by that you don't see something unique or interesting or, or even have customers ask you, I can't even remember the word this guy used the other day to ask us about, uh, it's, it's some fancy word for um, 
large extinct cats. Right. <laughs> and he was looking for a book on it. He's like, where's your section on paleo, blah, blah, blah. And, we're, and, and I think Andrew actually thought he was looking for Sasquatch, but it turned out he wanted large extinct cats. But the thing is, yeah, you look through these boxes of books, you know, sometimes people... The other day, a guy brought in, you know, the big banana boxes at the grocery store. Yeah. He brought in about 40 of those full for this uh, lady who was uh, moving, moving from... Victoria to PEI, so she was liquidating everything, and her father was a librarian. So this is just like the tip of the iceberg for what they have, too. This is maybe a third of her collection, and it goes back from, I think she was probably, uh, she's a retiree, and then her grandfather, or her father's passed away, and so we're looking at books all the way from the latest, uh, the latest thing about Trump back to, to books from the 1800s. And, and, you know, just opening up each banana box, you didn't even know what was in it, whether it's manga or graphic novels or classic novels to, to old books on uh, how to run a library in uh, 1912. So when you have a book in your hand, do you think this is for the store or this one is for the internet? Or this one's oh. for home. It's a bad disease. I think more, well, as our, our store is, um, the whole store is becoming more, more, uh, I don't know if you're aware of it, but uh, some of our stores on the on a, a computerized inventory, yeah. so it's available on the internet, and some of our store isn't. Yeah, uh, we're really pushing this year to hopefully get everything that we have onto a computerized inventory and right. onto the internet. So, I mean, there's certainly things you look at, and you're like, you're going to have a hard time selling to a walk-in customer. But uh, but what I really like about you know nowadays that you can computerize everything. We can we can do both, because that's that's the, well like we recently sold um, with Anthony Bourdain's passing, yeah we we had a signed copy of his, and it was one of those things where you know do you want, where do you want to sell it do you want someone locally to have it or something like how do you want to sell it, mm -hmm. you know and it was uh, it was kind of satisfying someone uh, actually ended up phoning us from San Diego and we shipped it down to them but um, but yeah I, I don't I don't necessarily. And that's the thing I think that we've been learning because we originally started with our store on View Street. Only that stuff was uh, on the computer. Right. And it was a select. We would choose what we'd put on the internet and what we wouldn't. And then once we started listing that entire store, we were really surprised that it doesn't, there's no way I can predict what someone's going to shop for online and what someone's not going to shop for. Mm -hmm. So a few years ago, I remember you telling me about book buying trips where you'd go to England or something to, to look for inventory. Do you still make those book buying trips? Yeah, I think yeah. next next week. week? Next week. Where am I going? I'm going to Boston. Okay. Philadelphia, New Jersey. And to rummage through warehouses. Yeah. Rummage. So when you Treasures. say rummage through... <laughs> to work. Work. I to rummage through warehouses. What warehouses? How do you find them? Uh, it's just like distributors. Right. I think from going to the book, the book fairs and yeah. stuff like that. Most of it's most of the stuff that I go on the trips for is is usually for um, uh, what they call I guess I guess they call it uh, Hertz or Remainers. So yes. it's, it's publishers overstock that kind right. of thing, store returns, all sorts of stuff like that. Okay. But it's really fun going uh, going to a, a a book fair where you you see the vendor there. They only bring their large quantity stuff. Yeah. And you go to the to the actual warehouses, they, like there's one warehouse there that's it's th the size of like three or four Costco buildings. It's huge, and it's just piled with with all sorts of stuff. I got a book there. I wish I could remember the photographer's name now. But it's like new. This book is like a twelve hundred dollar book. Right. It's just in a pile 
with all this other stuff that is store returned. So when you come across that $1,200 book in a pile, do you do a little dance? Do you punch the air? (laughs) No, no, you got to maintain your cool because then you ask the the sales rep who's with you. It's like, oh, this doesn't look like it's any good. (laughs) How much are you selling this for? (laughs) So booksellers, booksellers have a poker face. Yeah, yeah, you got to, yeah. Yeah, like any, like any. You want to get good prices yeah. for the customers yeah. here, so that's what yeah. we're fighting for. Okay. <laughs> if I pay right. too much, then I have to sell it for too much. Okay. So, uh, Andrea, I I notice you have events. You put you you put you in the last few years. You've been having quite a lot of events at the at the store. Tell us about what you yes, do to bring people in. It's very exciting. So we do have authors coming to us and uh, different publishers and different events that we have throughout the year, and it's really exciting. We have um, events that we. We add together, so we had a tea party one time for the. Um, oh, no, Alice in Wonderland. Oh, Twins. Alice in Wonderland yeah, tea yeah. party. So yeah. we paired yeah. with a, a local tea yeah. company and and brought in uh, an expert in the field of uh, of, of um, Alice, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Um, and, and from and the university, and, and was able to just chat about chat about books and anybody that loves Alice yeah. in Wonderland. Those have been the most fun events. Yeah. And a Harry really Potter quiz. Harry Potter yeah, quiz, yeah. yeah, we've been doing that, and we have we we've done had it like twice because people, people, I think people are still sending in emails wanting us to do it a third time, but I think they're going to try and do because we've done a Tolkien one and a Harry Potter Tolkien. one, but I think they're going to work on a, a different theme. Okay, give give yeah. some other uh, some other uh, fantasy worlds a try. Yeah, yeah, it's just really exciting to be able to to bring local uh, artists together and uh, be able to share uh, with other like-minded people in, in a one room, one space, and have an evening of fun, uh, being able to share what they lo- all love together in one mm-hmm. space. And it's really nice to be able to do that for the community, and, and uh, to be able to be a part of that is really important to us. Um, it'd be nice, the only thing that I think that we could do better is having a bigger space. <laughs> right. So, you know, having 50, 50 chairs is not enough sometimes, and, and uh, it's just been great to be able to do that as well we've been able to go out into the community here uh, locally so uh, there's car free day that we're a part of this weekend and so you have a pop-up bookstore pop-up bookstore yeah. yeah so we have a pop-up bookstore and so we just have shelves and line it with uh, with an area for kids to play and it's a real big event here I think they are expecting about 30 to 40,000 people mm-hmm. on and they close down a major street in downtown Victoria and have you started having uh, links with schools we do we do school fairs and that's really cool for us um, we love it we we have um, close to 15 or 20 different schools in downtown Victoria and, and surrounding areas that we we go into some uh, elementary schools primarily and some middle schools as well and private schools and we go into the schools and uh, we, we sell our products and um, they make res- requests of books that they would like for their fairs and a portion of all sales go towards their libraries and the classroom. So it's a really win-win situation and again like I was talking about uh, a great thing for the community. It's a great thing for us and it's a wonderful thing for the community to be able to, for them to feel like they're supporting local and for us to be able to provide books yeah, at a young it's, age. It's, it's a full cir- circle for us. I really believe that starting reading at a young age and being able to provide really great quality product and, and good literature mm-hmm. and uh, and having an influence on that, I, it's so important to me, especially us being a, a parent. So, of our own and of uh, being able to, to well that's the thing that got us started in it too because uh, I think when our when Jacob 
or Aaliyah. Well, yeah, it was in like grade one. There was two authors in in their class, but because of the uh, the way the book fairs were before, they weren't allowed to carry their titles. Right. So with uh, the schools with doing a a fair with us, the teachers and librarians just tell us exactly what books they want. Right. Yeah. What's the strangest thing you found inside a used book? Well, I, I know. Okay, say it, say it, say <laughs> it. I don't know if you want to say it. Uh, uh, a piece of shark skin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, I, I, unfortunately the customer was there. I'm like, what, what, what is this? He's like, oh, that's where it went. <laughs> huh. it, he told me it was shark skin from, I think, uh, somewhere in Australia. Which, I, I mean, you see... the. the for we us, got a Christmas card, us, unusual too. things, like, what was a Christmas, Christmas card? Christmas card that was signed by the Trudeau uh, family. Um, oh, all yeah, the yeah. entire family had signed it. And yeah, it was to someone, yeah. uh, premier, wow. I think, in town yeah. here. Um, yeah. And it was, it, actually, yeah, we had yeah, it. Yeah, it's got, uh, like, Justin Trudeau's... Uh, well, I don't know, all, is, it, is the whole... The kid, and even... But they had the whole family signed. So it's got Justin family. Trudeau's, like, a little picture of him as a little kid. His wow, in there. that's a Christmas photo yeah, with that's their, kind of neat. With their That's quite the bookmark. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, the, the marijuana leaves are commonplace. <laughs> foreign, see here. Foreign, uh, <laughs> foreign money is uh, pretty pretty standard. Yeah. I think the best we got was, it was $250 in a, $250 in a book once. Canadian? Uh, Canadian. Actually, we got uh, pesos, didn't we get? Yeah, we we still have those somewhere. We have yeah. like 800 gotten... pesos somewhere. So we so donate. We donate this money to to charities if if uh, if it's of any significance. And often we try to catch the customer before they leave. Right. And, uh, and give yeah, that's true. Them. We did find sixty dollars recently, and it was nice. The lady gave us gave us twenty bucks. So. Lovely. We gave our daughter that yeah. was helping us at the time twenty bucks. On the same vein, what is the weirdest request that you have had from a customer? Ooh. So in in the the extinct cats vein oh my goodness well we've got our we could look it up i guess we've I got about 40, 40 000 requests on our like in our database yeah. i don't know yes, i don't know now because now now we've kind of we've kind of cleaned up our request list so you have to ask for the actual title right but before when we used to, like when i first started here it was just a a, a book that you wrote right. in so it was quite weird and then we did it on the computer but then you could ask for like any Oh, yeah, because someone that's on the list for, you know, the books that come in the, the clamshell box. Yeah. Like someone's on the request list for just any book that comes in a clamshell box. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that kind of thing, which, which those are pretty hard to, unless you remember it. Yeah. You, it's hard to fill the request because now a lot of the books we handle, like you said, yeah. it's 100,000 books. So we, we scan them and then that matches it. But the other one, you know, like I have someone on the request list right now for just any Russian books. Cause any? Russian books yeah. So okay. when Russian books come in, I snag them and then. Wow. We send her an email and she comes and looks at them. Yeah, and maybe not, not a weird request, but we do get requests for like movie sets. And so we rent out books from different movie sets in town and we get a lot of different um, movies that are being shown here up, up in Canada. And uh, we oh, yeah, the one I like best was uh, we had to do uh, for the Lemony Snicket. Oh, but I yes. guess it, the, the building like kind of blows up a bit. So we couldn't rent the books to them because they're going to get damaged. So right. They had, they had to buy them because they're going to blow them up, which is quite neat. I presume it's, it's very common for a customer to come in and describe the content of a book without knowing the title or perhaps <laughs> even the author. <laughs> we love those ones. Yeah. It's kind of like you know a, yeah. a board game on a Friday night you yeah. get to guess. It's like a to guess. Of the color charades. Outside, charades. Yeah, that yes, kind of that's thing. it. Yeah, I remember someone describing a book, and I was like, "Oh, you mean the secret?" 
and like no 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 it's not it it's it's got a very long I think it's like how to win friends and uh, no it's oh like how to win friends no no not that's not it I'm like oh okay okay and I couldn't figure it out and it really you know I I can usually always especially with the help of Google you can figure it out and this person went away and then about an hour later they come back and he's like you're right it is a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, one final question for each of you. Um, when you get up in the morning, what excites you about coming to work? What's the thing you most look forward to each day? For me, I enjoy our staff that I work with. Uh, the staff that we have are amazing. Unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. And yeah, I guess if, yeah, for you, if it's the people, then for me, it would have to be the books. Because that is my main job, is to come in and open up that bag or that box or those 40 boxes and see what's inside and I mean they're not a day goes by like I said that you're not uh, uh, you don't find something of interest and something exciting or you know you open up a box and it's someone's old china set but <laughs> yeah you get all sorts of stuff so yeah I think that's that's the big thing like like I said earlier I mean not no day is the same and with books I mean you know no book is the same but for us to live in that world where anything is possible every day and so we're quite fortunate I, I feel very very fortunate and just to be able to have everything that we have thank you that's a that's a great place to stop um, so that's all we have time for this week uh, thanks to Jordan and Andrea Minter from Russell Books for joining us if you ever visit Vancouver Island then you'll find their bookstore on Fort Street in downtown Victoria thanks for listening my name is Richard Davis from Abe Books if you like the show, please tell your friends or like it or share it or tweet it or leave a comment and we'll see you next time. Thank you very much. Thank you.